um uh, in about um in about four three to four minutes um can you can you introduce yourself in regards to your story who is cynthia we know um you're a marketeer you're a liver, but a short story in about three minutes Okay, uh, thank you, Jamar. Thank you, all of you. I noticed Ruth is here. Ruth, you're very welcome. Uh, yes, so Cynthia, who is Cynthia? Cynthia is a very, very humble girl from Jeruhura. I know I don't look like I'm, I'm him, I'm a Nyankoli I'm a 100%. Um, I'm from Jeruhura. I'm born to a woman, definitely. But I unfortunately I didn't I didn't get um, to meet my dad. I don't know who my dad is, so I'm one parent. I'm a one parent child, but I'm blessed to to be that. I have so many biological uh, relatives, cousins, and all that. But I was born alone from my mom. She passed on when I was five years old. I lived with my my grandmother and then other like my other relatives definitely. So um, yeah, long story short, I am married, still praying for children. I don't know if I've missed out on anything, if that is everything, but yes, that's my short humble story. Um, yeah. Jomar, is that enough or yeah, is something it's, else? It's enough for the start. So if you have just joined in, that is our guest today. Yeah. Um, so. Let's start. Hope. Um, um, you know we can we can go to Google and, 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 and put in the word hope and get the definition. But um, from your life, from your life, how would you define hope? Wow. Um, that's a very 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 good question. Let me see. Hope for me has been the rock. The, the rock that you cling on when you're sliding and falling apart or that one thing that 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 gives you reason to to stay and and be hopeful and be and be a human being yeah that's how i can describe hope for me yes that's yes. hope for me okay so you might be wondering why i asked that question i'm going to repeat this again today we are going to talk about hope and what are we going to do and um, hope and so all the other things that, that we've been telling you about today it's it's all in in, in Cynthia's story and she's going to be referring to it but the main focus is going to be on hope so um Cynthia um uh, our generation um uh, yeah since all of my most of us here are young people um we, we come from broken families we come from um, um, a, a big percentage of people even on this call it's very rare to find someone from, from the family of a mom and dad just like you said you yourself have uh, raised from my single mom and can you can you please share with us how how being raised by some, uh, a single parent um, made you feel like growing up as, as a teenager as, in high school or university, do you have any people to me coming from a broken family? Um, yes, it really did have a very big... So my mom passed on when I was five years old. 
I actually got to stay with my with my uncle who became my legal guardian and then um, most of my my third term holidays I would stay with my grandmother so I was raised by my grandmother most of the time so my because my mom passed when I was five years old so I wouldn't say pretty much she she's done who raised me I wasn't raised by a single mom I was raised by my grandmother so um, it was it was very strong for me coming from a woman's perspective being raised by a woman because my wom- my mom my grandmother was very like a very strong woman emancipist like right like she was a very strong person who believes in women taking care of their own and she didn't really care for what a man does or doesn't do for her so for me yes i come from a very very strong woman emancipated background and um it has it has been a challenge definitely because i'm that girl who doesn't really feel like ooh, like you have to respect a man or the man who to do this or what but the story changes along the way so for me it really really changed a lot for me mm. growing up to see the journey that god was taking me through to know that yeah it, it's it's amazing it was amazing there were so many challenges but for me i guess also perception made it made it um different for me because i i had good relatives in my in my life right god brings those people in your life right mm. like the people who hold on to you even if you have a single mother she's go- she's going to always have that person that that um that that god brings on her side to be your father figure mm. it could be an uncle it could be someone so for me i cannot be ungrateful and say oh God never brought anyone around those circles because they were there in in the middle of it all. So, as much as yes, I was raised by women, and I didn't have a father figure in my life. God brought those people in my life. Mm. So, yes, I don't know if I did well, but yeah, you did, you did, you did. And so, um, re- growing up, um, since since we are talking about hope, and most of us here are believers. Why? Why was there anything like going to church or what? What, what oh, yeah. age did you did you actually get to yes. know about? Yes. So most of my school, I was in boarding school because I started going to boarding school. I think in my P three, and most of my years I was in boarding school, pretty much. Yeah. So I, um, I always was in church. I always used to. But but I was lost. I just used to like going to church just for the fun, you know. Mm-hmm. I would go to the Muslims this this weekend. I'd go for the Muslims prayers. The other weekend I'd go for the Catholics prayers. The other the other weekend I would go for the Protestants because it was just adventure, really. Like you see people wearing those good things on their head and you just want to explore. So when you're young, but yes, yes, I really loved church when I was young. Mm-hmm. I used to love leading, like worship in front and all those things. So yes, I really loved church, and there was a lot of it while I was growing up. Oh. My my background, my relatives took us to church every time. So yes, I oh. did go to church a lot you, when I was young. You, you, you said you were lost. How were you lost? I was lost because I I wasn't sure if I was if I was a Muslim, if I was a Catholic. Because now, like I said, I didn't grow up with my mom and dad, so I had relatives, and then in between. You're, you're, you're thinking, oh, because, and then also I would be in different homes most of my holidays. At some point I would stay with my uncle, then again I stayed with some auntie of mine. Another time I stayed with, I would go back to the village to my grandmom, then I would go to other relatives. Mm. And yeah, you would see, even boarding school, 
it has a lot of influence on you because there are so many religions in there. So mm. you have to you have to pick a a choice, you know. Like there's that conscience that actually stands for you, and you're like, let me become a Muslim or let me stay in the Protestants or because living home when you're a born again going to school, mm. you have to have your your stand in in who you are. So yes, I I was I was a Christian. Yeah, so, so yeah, most of the times, um, as young people, one of the reasons we lose hope is because mm-hmm. you've been through a lot and you feel like um, there, there, is, there, is, there is no way forward. Um, can, could you please share with us, is there any, any point in your life where, you've, where you felt like you've lost hope and, and there was no light at the end of the tunnel? Did you ever reach a point in your life, uh, that point in your life? Um, yes, I did. Um, so let's see, in 2012, 2012, I was involved in a car accident and um, I, I was limping for two months. Let me make the story not so long. I was limping for two months, but I remember I told God because before then I used to go out a lot. I used to drink a lot. I used to be all over the place like as a party person mm. in between church. Of course, one Sunday you'd go to church, then after one whole year, then you'd go back. But most of my time I was partying. I was not like a very church person. But I still went to church in between. But in 2012 I was involved in a car accident. So um, I almost lost my leg. Like I wasn't going to walk again. But somehow God brought back my body into order. And I'm not limping anymore. But that was my turning point where I actually drew the line. And I was like, I need to settle down and do the right thing now. Okay. Um, back to your question, please. First, first again, and before I derailed, you know, I could do lot. But yes, I need to bring out that point. You were talking about which place I lost hope. So yes, that's one of the places I almost thought I was going to become lame. Mm-hmm. Now I was born. Even when I was born, like I had this pride of knowing, oh, I'm so beautiful, what, what. But now that was a journey that reminded me, like, oh my God, your beauty can be taken away in a second. You know, so for me, it, it it really drew me back to the line to know that this body I'm trying to waste wasn't mine. I had to I had to really come back to myself and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So yes, that was one of the places. So many other places. Yes, not knowing my dad. That's one one of the biggest things actually that that has almost made me lose hope each and every day because now the devil has a way of bringing those unanswered questions into our lives to to, to mess around with our faith, right? Mm. But God also wants us to stand strong and remember that he's the one that has written this story and we don't have to know all the questions, you know. Mm. So for me, not knowing my dad was also one of the, is one of the reasons why I, I almost lose hope all the time. Then I also remember that God has been a good father to me. He has brought he has given me good life. I cannot stand and be ungrateful and say, oh, my God has been not good to me. God has been so good to me. So he has been a good father, actually. So, yes, those are the maybe two things that um, that I, I have. I always lose hope for or sometimes are really, really weighing down on me. Yes. You, 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 you did mention that, that you used to party a lot and drink and what. How did you come back from that? Oh, my God, let me see. I start with the accident. Of course, I was involved in the accident. Then at some point, I became lactose intolerant. Hmm? Mm. 
And in between that, by the way, also what you let in sort of sticks with you. I'm not going to say I'm I'm pro- probably healed from all those demons, but um, for me, it's been a journey of growth, right? Mm-hmm. When I look back up to where I am now, it's been a journey of God. I, I wouldn't say God caning you, but your body is the one that actually is going to break because you're killing your body. So for me, I used to drink a lot. My stomach became lactose intolerant. Why? You can't drink milk. You can't you can't eat any dairy products. Yeah, it's a very bad life. I really love my milk a lot. So I, I couldn't even be able to drink milk. So, yes, the body breaks. You know, so many bad things come in. Yeah, your body doesn't stay the same. So, yes. Okay. So, um... I'm I'm trying I'm trying to mean the drinking problem. How did you overcome it? How did I overcome it? Mm. Um, I had to sit down and know that I really want to to start taking my milk again. <laughs> by the time your stomach, let me tell you the stomach. Okay? Oh, by the way, even my teeth. Now most of my teeth have cement. Mm. Yeah, I I used to smoke a lot. Yeah, so my teeth. My teeth have like, they're almost all cemented. I had like, I've had like three root canals. That's the most painful thing. I'm talking of pain, mm-hmm. right? Pain will make you leave those things. If you're, if you're clever enough, the more you drink, yeah, mm-hmm. the more you feel that pain. If you're, if you're not clever enough, you're probably just like committing suicide on your own because mm-hmm. it's really, really painful. It's very painful. So you can't just keep doing it. And God has a way of bringing, like that that stomach problem. I I feel like God was just trying to to bring it so that, so that I I I leave that because I was, I was probably going to get liver problems or kidney problems or something. So mm. yeah, yeah. So well, I feel well, like God was well, were you still occasionally going to church? Yes, I would still occasionally go to church. Yes, mm. I would. And it, Even when you're from out and you have a headache and a hangover, and you're probably not even wanting to sing out loud because you're thinking people are going to smell the alcohol. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. So did you get any help from church? Yes, I did. I did. I did. Um. Well, let's just say my husband has been the greatest, the greatest gift that God has given me. Mm. Um. He's from church. I met him from cell, and he's been like that one good thing to always run to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part of my hope story. So, um, for me, it's been it's been a fight. Though I have I have really tried to resist church because again, that's also part of rebellion. I'm still I'm still outgoing rebellion eh? because now church people are are not like the fun people if you're from the world you will not find church people fun because it's a different it's a light world yeah this is like a heavier world it's a chaotic world right so when when you're from chaos and you go to a very organized town eh, it's very hard to relate with people so for me um god has fought for me through cell through through church yeah I, I was running away, but somehow I even got to do a discipleship program from church. Mm-hmm. Um, things I didn't even expect to do, but somehow God has put me in those places. 
I cannot I cannot mention it all, but there's a way God has just been literally kubumbaring me. Eh, but kubumba, like to gather you, like to gather you to the right place. It, mm. I, I've run away. I have tried to run away so many times, but God is always gathering me back to Him, and it's it's amazing. Yes. So now, now is the time I bring the question of judgment. <laughs> yes. So if 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 you're the kind that drinks and then you occasionally go to church, how are people saying that? But there are people who knew you and they're like, we know that chick from from, <laughs> yeah. from across the bar or something like that. Yeah. Why you judged? Um. Well, let's just say yes, you're judged. You are truly judged. But um, to everyone listening in, I don't know who we are or it's a journey. We all have a journey to walk, right? We have a story that we are walking in. It's not good to do what God has saved us from, yeah? If God has clearly said, this is not good, don't try. I love the sermon series, uh, the last the last sermon series that Pastor Gary has closed with mm -hmm. like on sunday this sunday that was the most amazing sermon. i think it sort of helped me relate to to judgment day the best way um the seven books of judgment right mm -hmm. like don't just don't just do works and think it's all don't just there's so much to do with life right mm -hmm. to be an a christian with action a christian that actually changes yourself and does things so yes um Guard yourself for those of you who are not yet out there in the world. Guard yourself from um, from things that are going to get into you to to make you toxic. Yeah, because now this is pain. Um, that the pain that I'm talking about. I mean, I, I wanted to talk about this also. Yeah, mm -hmm. the hope for pain. I wasn't. I wouldn't say pain. God gives pain. God has never given me pain. So let's remove that. God gives us beautiful things. So he wants us to just have a perspective of of him doing the right thing for us. For them to know what is on this side of being a believer, and for the believers that haven't really been into the the life of 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 um, can I say it wicked? <laughs> I know it might be like a weak word, but something like that. Can you tell us what what new have you found in in this life that Jesus, this new life that Jesus has offered you? And this new hope that you have found. Now I now I now I remember. So the, the the two beautiful things that I've found in Jesus are freedom and um, peace, like no other. Freedom to be you. Freedom to be authentically me. Freedom not to wear makeup and feel like I'm beautiful. Freedom to post a picture with no filter and I feel like it's. Freedom to speak my mind right now and tell you as it is. Basically, freedom to just be who you are and enjoy the world. And the second is peace, 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 peace of mind. Mm, peace of mind is there. I, I will say maybe I'm battling with a lot of things. Again, this is outside noise, but from the heart, from my body, from my soul, I am at peace. With, with all the things that I actually go through because now also this is what you give to Jesus because you will tell a friend about your problem you will tell family about your problem you will tell someone else about your problem but they won't carry it as much but the thing with Jesus is you almost feel like he has taken it all and you just let it rest so yeah
this is this is nice. My 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 network is very colorful now. <laughs> okay, so I hope I hope you guys are learning. I hope you guys are following. If you have any issue with the audio, you can just let me know in the chat section. If I am not clear, if our guest is not clear, please let us know. Don't 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 be left behind. And I want to welcome you again. Thank you. Thank you, patience. <laughs> I see you. Thank you for being here. Um, yes. So let's let's move on. Let's move on. I'm just a heads up. I am going to be letting you guys interact with our guests. I'm like ask questions, and so prepare those in in a while. I am going to let you um, ask her something, or if you want clarity. Uh, if you want her to shed light, more light to something, you will have a chance to do that. But before, um, Cynthia. Yes, Jamal, I'm here. Yes. So regarding regarding this new this new hope and this new life, some 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 some, it's 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 very common and it, and we know it's. I don't want to say inevitable, but we usually do it a lot. We fall back. We you get onto this yeah. journey and and you're committed and you're all the Jesus new person. But then th there is that point in life where you just fall back and and turn the opposite direction. What 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 can I say? And then you just abandon this whole new life that you have been chasing. Have you ever experienced that? Yes. Yes. Those are called seasons. Mm. Seasons, seasons. But yes, yes, I have, I have. Especially for those of us who, who have unanswered questions, I mm. feel like it should be easy for us to have excuses, like, "Oh God, you know, I don't have a father, mm. so let me just be as reckless because you didn't give me a father, so let me just." But in the middle of all that, um, you, you know, you're lying to yourself. So, um, Jamar, repeat your question. I always derail. Okay, my question was, would you please share with us if you had any moment in your life where you fell back from 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 um, Christianity or being a believer in Christ and you completely went to the opposite direction? A lot. A lot. Thank you. Now I, I get it. Okay. Now, God has good things that he places before us. Mm -hmm. But then... There's a way the devil can try to twist that around eh, and uh, make it seem like it's it's no testimonies can turn into tests. It's not supposed to be like that. So let me just give my most recent one, um, which which I'm actually thriving through. Mm. Um, so most thing that ever happened to me. I'm being honest with those of us who are here because I know God is working in us. Maybe for someone else also out there. Mm. But yes, I have been through a season where I almost thought the marriage wasn't going to work, and I've been through a season that I'm I'm almost like. And yet, during that season when I was getting married, you guys, it was my my testimony, the greatest testimony of my life. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Like the devil has a way of of um, changing something that was meant for good to to turn it around and make it seem like it's actually for the worst. But always remember how you got what you got, and remember who gave it to you. If it's if it's if it's a job, if it's work, if it's if it's school fees, yeah. Um, 
I don't know. We always take, we almost take things for granted, but God always gives us things. The thing is, we some somewhat maybe lose our faith, and we. I don't know. Does that help answer, or have to read the Lord? It does a little. We will get back to that. Um, okay. But okay. Okay. Um, maybe you could. Sorry, sorry, I got a, a notification here. But um, maybe um, to shed more light on that, uh, fallbacks, I don't know. But fallbacks, okay, when have I fallen back? But yes, I have, okay, I've remembered. The whole thing of marriage, like I'm saying, there are so many things that have kept happening in my life, but the marriage thing is the most recent one. Mm. So falling back is um I, I started getting like um uh, the devil always brings something that is lacking, right? Mm. My husband is the most faithful man, he's the most handsome man, he's the most caring man, he's everything, right? But then the devil brings in these other small things of so you forget the bigger picture and you become selfish, right? So backsliding always happens because you're you're bitter about something or you're you're greedy about something. Now, yes. maybe also I should bring in the orphan spirit. Yeah, an orphan spirit is a very very for those of us who have not grown up with our parents. Eh, I can promise you it's it's um it's not funny, but the orphan spirit is real. So make sure even when you're a Christian, you're looking at those characteristics and make sure you you don't have them because it's it's a very bitter place to be in. So now for me, I have things, like I said, unanswered questions, eh? those things that keep coming back. Now, if someone is going to talk about their dad, like, oh, my dad did this to me, did that, that for me, and then her, now you, you will sit in your corner and start thinking, but me, I don't have a dad, you know. Eh? So there's a way the devil plays around with um, the things that you don't have, and he throws them in your face that you you try to be bitter and yes it has happened to me a lot of times mm. okay so derailing i have backslid a lot of times is that what you're asking yes or? yes actually that is that is the right word that i wanted to use but it has <laughs> it has slipped my it's mind fine. but thank you okay. yes i know i know most of us here are believers but but of course at some point in our lives we do backslide and I hope um, Cynthia has been able to help. Um, yeah, so let's let's dig. Hey man, this guy is killing me. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 dig um, a bit more in 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 the other side of of your life, the the other side that we we don't know here. Yes. So how would you describe your your life before knowing Christ? Like generally, if it if it was, if I could ask for only three words, okay. I was very rebellious, <laughs> very very proud, and yet lost. Mm. Oh, wow. oh. Okay, yes, rebellious, proud, lost. Mm. Well, uh, you you are not alone with rebellion. 
and I, <laughs> I think as as young people we we struggle a lot with with rebellion. I don't know. Could could, could you please um, share with us what could be some of the of the causes? What brings rebellion? Because most most youths are very rebellious, and the moment they clock twelve, ah, rebellion kicks in. Is it a spirit? Is it a what? What's up with rebellion? Uh, rebellion is rebellion is eh, rebellion is the number one thief of, of destiny and future you guys eh? true story rebellion now god god puts us in places to to be to be respectful you know so for those of us who don't have a chance of um growing up with our own parents god still gives us those parents that we need right so it's up to us to actually feel like we are we are loved or we are not anyway before i derail back to rebellion we are rebellious because we we don't understand what god has done for us we forget right mm. now for me why was i rebellious i pretty much had school fees to go to school i pretty much had good relatives that were telling me the right thing to do and I had a grandmother who was very tough. She really, really wanted me to go to school. Mm. Um, so I was just rebellious. I just didn't feel like I needed school because my one excuse, by the way, my biggest excuse in life has always been, um, they're not my parents. They're not my real parents. They're not, it's not, it's not, they, don't even, they don't even know my father. I didn't even see my father. So let me just mess up my life. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Now, if the devil begins with those unanswered questions in your life it's up to you to stand and look at yourself and be like wait i have a home i belong to i have a family i belong to let me just honor that place and um and be the best that i can be right but you're going to start looking at or oh, let's say because some of us grew up in homes that were not really okay like like our, our relatives homes but we were not the children of the home you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you're just yes you're just a visitor for example most pretty much most of your time we're just on the move so you're always just looking at at other people getting new clothes for christmas and stuff now the next time you go back to school when you go back to school for for school you're just thinking ah but me i didn't even have a good dress for christmas so that's on your mind the whole time and then and then you miss out on on the school thing so back to rebellion i i i think most of the times I was just rebellious for the wrong reasons and let me tell you what every rebellious move I made had a consequence on my life for my future I am glad that Jesus is rewriting my story but I don't know if that makes sense so yes rebellion has a very big consequence and it goes way it, it yes Jesus saves and breaks chains Mm. But rebellion, rebellion has a, a consequence that you mm. walk with for yeah. life. Jesus kills us eventually, but yes, rebellion. Yeah. rebellion. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, are you are you guys still on? There is there is a strange silence. <laughs> are you guys still on? Please let me know in the comment section. Yeah, we are just following the testimony. Okay. Yeah, we're still on. Okay. 
<laughs> Alright, now I know you have an audience. Hey, but uh, I, I thought you were just here with Cynthia alone. <laughs> okay, so we, we are encouraged. So, um, where is this guy? Bianfe. Bianfe, we just, we just want to have a break of like five minutes. So if you have something to tell us, please now is the time. I am giving you only five minutes. Thank you. So thank you. Uh, you thank now. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Mata. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, everyone on the call. Uh, thank you. Uh, we are glad you joined us today. And uh, we believe that you picking up some of the few things and uh, these conversations really they are all about um, helping young people and uh, helping young people to live godly lives and conversations maybe you, it can be someone to understand that they are not alone they are not on their own and uh, they, we, our prayer and desire is that you will bounce back from anything that could have happened in your life, you know, things happen, yeah, that all of these conversations is to, 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 to just encourage you, I mean, equip you to live a godly life, to bring amazing guests with us today, and we have to talk one again today, and uh, they happen everywhere, every second and last Thursday of the month, 8 p.m. Ugandan time, and um, we are still trying to make these conversations better. So there will be a moment for those who are already in our WhatsApp group. You are going to receive uh, a form, an online form that you just need to fill. It will take you one minute to just to answer like three, four questions uh, so that they can help us to, to know what to, 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 to bring in here. and. Uh, yeah so thank you again for being here and we have an amazing conversation coming up with a couple who will be talking about dating and hashtag uh friendship outside friend zone and we are looking forward to that as well yeah so i think i have spoken enough and i don't know if five minutes at then but my word thank you Okay, um, I hope you guys tapped into that information and I hope you grabbed a glass of water. We are going for a second round. <laughs> yes, I, I am not going to start this one. I am going to um, ask someone to, to, to ask one question, just one, before I continue with, with the plant. If, if you have a burning question that you want to ask Cynthia, please, I just want, to, I just want you guys to feel involved. Because we have to. Yeah, I have a question. Okay, okay. Please ask. Okay, uh, just a minute. All right. Okay, yeah, so Cynthia said that, you know, we need to have freedom to be who we are and to enjoy the world. So it's why I'm actually basing my question from, uh, you know, we as young Christians, before actually getting to salvation, there are certain standards the world sets for us. The world uh, sets for us that let's say I'm a girl, I should use Snapchat, you know everyone using Snapchat, I should add a filter to my photo, 
I shouldn't put things on my status that don't look filtered. And some of the things she said that I loved, right? So how how do we go around that? How do we fight that stereotyping that society puts on us? Because society has a plan for us already. But the same Bible says that maybe we should, the same Bible says we shouldn't conform to the standards of the world. But you know it is hard. It is hard doing that because now we all follow the trend. So if everyone is putting on this, all do that. So it's so hard to ask how do we go around that rather than maybe praying alone or how else do we go around that? Thank you, Herod, for that question, and it will go right to the to our guest. Okay. Um. Thank you, Harold. Um. Not really. Uh. Okay. Let me see. My my opinion on this. Um. Well, it's about it's about what God has done in your life, really. So for me, um, when I'm looking at Snapchat, I use Snapchat actually. I love their filters, some of the filters, but then there are some filters that look awkward. Like maybe they have horns and they have like fire coming out of your mouth. Like you even look at a filter and you and you get scared. You're like, why do I need to look like this? Or like the dog tongue and stuff like that. So there's the conscience that God gives, right? God gives you the conscience. Some people can wake up in the morning and they're like, I won't quit WhatsApp. I don't want to be on WhatsApp. But guess what? Your family is like, no, you need to be on WhatsApp. You can't be off WhatsApp. You need to be on WhatsApp. Mm. But me, I strongly feel like I need to give it a break somewhat or even actually let it go, right? Mm. So God God has given us, every one of us, the spirit of, of conviction and conscience, right? So whatever it is, if it's trending makeup, if it's trending fashion, if it's trending jeans, if it's trending what how do you feel in them are you doing this because someone wants you to do it do it or finds it good on you but you don't feel good in it or are you doing it because good about it right because god has made us uniquely ourselves sometimes you're going to post a post and you're like ah let me let me delete that that doesn't sound right let me just make it sound right but maybe god wanted you to actually share that message first mm-hmm. the way it was supposed to be shared or I don't know, does that make sense? So basically, um, follow your conscience and God will convict you to always do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter what anyone else says. If someone says, oh, you look good with makeup, what, what? But for me, my skin has completely rejected. What? The makeup. I don't want makeup. I'm not going to wear it. Mm-hmm. No matter what you think or say. So. Yes, I'll own who I am because at the end of the day, Jesus tells me I'm beautiful. Jesus tells me I am the apple of his eye, whether I have pimples or not. Because pimples look, but I'll, I'll try to treat my skin, yes, but I'm not going to wear that makeup because I'm trying to cover up. I'm not making it any better. Mm. My point is, yes, own yourself, own your story, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Yes. All right. Herod. Have you been answered? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, all right. Thank you. Thank you for that question and that brilliant answer. Um, I also love Instagram, Herod. <laughs> uh, man. All right. So back to back to our, our, our scripture. I hope you guys read it. If you have just joined, it was Second Corinthians four, sixteen 
to 18 and BFA posted it in the message section and so I just want us to, to have a, a conversation around it let me let me give it one more read um, therefore we do not lose heart though outwardly we are wasting away yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all so we fix our eyes not not on what is seen but on what is unseen since what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal and so um cynthia this this scripture um encourages us not to lose heart um though we might be wasting away on 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 the outward but on the inward um god is trying to do something in our lives and um, there's, 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 there's light at the end of the tunnel, there is, there is a promise that if, if you chase the things that are unseen, those are the things that matter, the makeup and the works doesn't matter. But. So I just wanted to talk about, um, since we are going heading into the Easter Okay, sorry about that. Um, since we are heading into the Easter period, um, and we we have you here, could you please share a message of, of hope that that the resurrection of Jesus brings to our lives? Happy Easter, beautiful people. Um, it's actually the season. Um, I don't know why I actually value Easter more than. Okay, no, not I don't value it more than, but yes, I feel like Easter is that season I always really, really go back to Jesus, and I'm like, thank you. Um, the first time I really remember trying to like feel Jesus's pain it was when I watched The Passion of Christ when I was a baby. Like not a baby, but I was way younger, and I felt his pain. Eh? Mm. Um, seeing someone, seeing someone literally take all that pain, I, I even feel like the movie didn't didn't say it all. So, yes, um, you guys, Jesus is amazing. I, I don't know if, yeah, he is amazing. Um, someone that can take all that pain for for nothing. He was he was the most the most um, blameless person, and yet he was punished the most in this world. Mm. Um, for me, that reminds me that when you're living in the world, it's not going to be easy. It's not. It's not going to be easy at all. Um, you're going to do things differently. You're going to have people see you differently because majority of everybody is trying to live like the world. So you're going to find yourself in a place where it's it's you against no one, right? Um, we all have a reason why we are saved for those of us who know Jesus personally, um, if you don't, he is still waiting. But um, I just want to encourage us that um, it's not going to be easy. But when you have the peace that Jesus gives, when you have the strength that Jesus gives, when you have the freedom that Jesus gives, 
Yeah. Everything is going to work out. Everything is going to work out. You just don't know how you wake up and you have you you have let go of your anger. You just don't know how you wake up and you and you have let go of your addiction. Mm. But it's a journey. So yes, he's the hope of the world. Um he was beaten, he was bruised, he was he was betrayed the most. So yes, those of us who feel like been betrayed by the world, I feel like if Jesus could forgive, who are we not to forgive? Mm. Um, if Jesus could take the pain, who are we to, to slap someone back? So for me, it always humbles me to be a better human being in this world and to, to be kind, to be kind. The world needs love. Love heals the world. And for me, the name Jesus means love for me, right? It means love, right? Because Jesus loved. He did nothing but love on, on people, even the wrong ones, okay? So, yes, love on people and spread the love as much as you can, just like Jesus did. But more so, yes, that's it for me. Thank you, good people. Thank you for that message. Guys, it is it is the Easter season and please let's let's take some time and remember what Jesus did for us. It's very important. It's a very significant time in in the history of the world. So please take off some time and remember what Jesus did for us and the price he paid. It's we should never take it for granted. All right. Thank you for that message. Um, and please take that scripture home and share it with someone. <laughs> okay. Um, so somehow you mentioned my my next um, topic of discussion, and so uh, it's it's forgiveness. <laughs> yes. Um, so let me let me just phrase it so easily. Did you find forgiveness um, easy? I did. I did. Um, when you when you meet the grace of God, I think it becomes easy for you to become to become a humble person. So um, I've had people I have done bad things to, and they have easily forgiven me. So for me, yes, I have found forgiveness so easily, and which has, I think, made it easy for me to forgive also the things that have happened to me and my past and everything. It's not easy. I can't say you forgive and forget, but you forgive and be peaceful. Yeah? You don't forget, but you're peaceful with with your past. You just you forgive it and let it go. Because now also the point is, sometimes you want to forgive things, but I don't think they're willing to forgive. I don't know if that makes sense. But you as a person have let it go. Okay. You've done your part. So, um, yes. If you make peace with it and ask God to forgive you and ask the person you've wronged to forgive you, um, it should be peaceful. So, yes, forgiveness is, is very good. It opens your heart from um, from... That's also another way that the enemy runs in because now forgiveness. Let's see, I have, I have, I have fallen apart with someone that I actually need to get something from the next day. 
I'm not going to be able to get that thing. It will take me maybe another week to get that thing. So I am blocking my blessing because I can't forgive this person. You know, so yes, forgiveness is good. Forgiveness is good. If if we were forgiven, I am the most sinful person. If I can be forgiven, who am I not to forgive? Honestly, God is always like, you want me to forgive you, and you can't forgive a person. How are you supposed to be forgiven? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, uh, guys, I am going to take one more question. If you have one burning, please shoot. Anyone with a question? Going once, going twice? <laughs> I think I have a question. Okay. So my question goes like this. As our speaker said that she has been in the world and all that and she came back and there is a way God took her from that world and now she's a believer now you know i don't know uh, there is a question that they ask you but i i didn't get the answer that the answer very 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 clearly so one is like well as sometimes we see these people in the world they seem to be happy they seem to have what you don't have they seem to get things easily and my question is are, I don't know. Are they at peace? Because look, you might find yourself as you know, you are a lady and you are a Christian, you have dignity, that is something that you can't do, like maybe to get maybe to get a job or maybe to get money and you can't put a price on your body and maybe you can't uh, you can't have a relationship with that man because you want him to get a job but these these other other ladies who are in the world now they're getting those things easily and blah 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 so i sometimes we tend to envy them you, you, you're getting what i'm trying to say sometimes we envy them and you're like yeah they're living their life and for us this jesus that we have taken with us it can't allow us maybe to do that and that maybe the salvation which is on us so i don't know if i'm trying to make it clear but that the question is are those people at peace with what they're doing like anyway in the morning you go uh, in in a bar you sleep with men and you come back enjoy are, like are they really enjoying that life or that is something that they're hiding from us because if you look at them you'd think like that that they're living a better life so i don't know if you're getting the question yes i actually i think i do get the question um for starter let me see for me i think god okay not 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 that god even allowed me but i out of rebellion i i got to adventure that life of, of um, dating rich, rich men, being around with people, um, being the light of Kampala and you're all in clubs and then you feel like, ooh, like you've made it in life. But for me, at the end of the day, like I said, I've been through car accidents. I have had stomach problems. I've had all these things running after me because even then, even now when you're a Christian, my friend, you just, you, just, you just wake up one morning and you feel like you need a new car. 
But God is saying, you're not going to get this car now. You have to work for it. You're going to get a good car. The one that is going to come instantly is not going to be your car. And that guy will take it. It will come with, I have been there. I have got a car. I probably sold it after eight months because I had broken up with a guy. And then I was so heartbroken. Then I had to self-destruct and sell the car and um, use the money to, to apparently do my things and go out and feel like I didn't need him anymore because yeah, I had to prove a point. My point is when Jesus saves us, he saves us from all this envy, from all this putting up a show, from all this God reminds us that I am working in you something that is is probably not and god's things by the god's things don't 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 rush like that if something rushes if something comes and it's too good to be true you should have questions for it i promise you god's things good god's things are good packages it's wrapped it's reborned it's it's not this gift you get in a cavera and it is instant it is a good gift basically bijabi gereke now if it's if it's um if it's something else it's 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 not going to it's not even going to give you peace eh? you will be there saying ah but i am going to let me okay let me go to the bar and sleep with these men but in there you have that conviction god is is nudging you is telling you that if you catch you catch aids or you even have that strong feeling of i'm going to catch aids like you have it god is telling you don't do it don't do it right or you're, you're probably going to the bar and something bad happens or you lose like you don't have enough transport god is clearly telling you don't go because um we are deliberate we just want to um to be what we want to be we end up losing out on so much that is in store for us i'm going to share a scripture with us um it's um first timothy chapter 6 verse 6 if anyone can help us read First Timothy Chapter 6 verse 6 Okay, I am I don't there. know if it's verse 6, but yes, please read First Timothy chapter 6 verse 6 Yes But godliness with contentment is great gain For Amen. we brought nothing into the world And we can take nothing out of it but if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who, get, who, who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap, and a trap, and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs yes that's it yeah um so for me again that brings me back to to this whole theme for today um hope for pain um we don't have to to want hope god has already given us we were born with hope right um why do we want to to make it painful so that we can get hope back again? Mm. Now my point is um, uh, the pain comes along with the things we do to ourselves. Yeah, just like the verse we've just read, 
when you go out in the world, God is clearly telling you, I have given you a house to sleep in, I've given you a bed to sleep in, but you want a mansion, right? So you're going to kill somebody because you want a mansion and because that blood is, in, is, is on your hands, you're never even going to enjoy the big mansion that you have. So uh, my point is, let's not go out of our way to get the things that are of this world, but to remember that um, God gives us the greatest things that actually help us for life. The things that the world gives are the things that are taken, uh, that we live here, right? Mm -hmm. So let's go to heaven with the things that are that we're not leaving behind, right? Mm. We are we are not taking money, we are not taking cards, we are not taking um, what is it called? Uh, those those nice uh, surgeries. There's Botox. I could go on and on. There's um, we are not going with any of that stuff. We're leaving everything here. Um, let's try to carry along the things that that we will go with into eternity. Yeah, mm. the things that go beyond this world. And if you're in that place, I feel like you will live a peaceful life, a much more generous life, a much more content life, you know. Mm. Yes. Amen. Thank you. I don't know if that helps you, sweetheart. But yes. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that has been helpful. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you for that scripture. I hope you guys have noted it down. First Timothy chapter six, verse six. My um, Biafé is going to help us and send it to the message section if he hasn't already done that. But yeah, thank you very much, Cynthia, for that scripture and explanation. Um, does anyone else have a question? Hey, you guys, thank you for joining in and seeing some guys here. Thank you for joining in. Good to have you. Um, okay, anyone else with a question? Uh, okay. All right. So I am, I am, I am going to share with you. Hello. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, please share. I, I'll text I'll text and make question in the chat. Okay, let me see. Okay, so your baby says my question is you said God gives us options. You may not have a father, but God will provide a figure, a father figure. But uh there are many there are times when you don't feel like God really gave you anything to compensate and you have no option but to feel bad. How do you live with that? Wow, nice question. I don't know if Cynthia you got it. I did you get yeah, it? Yeah, I've I have okay. I have um now uh maybe one that same question, um God has pushed me in a place where I actually don't need anyone more than I need him. I don't want to sound rude, but um God has put me in a place where I only need him. I don't know if that makes sense. But um, if you're ever in a place and you need only God, you are the luckiest person in this world. Mm. And I mean that. Yeah. Um, having no one to run to in this world, 
gives you only one option to run to God. And that for me is the greatest gain of this world because who fights my battles? My father fights my battles. Who, who, who listens? Imagine the greatest sovereign being being your, your father, mm. being your friend, being your that person you need. Okay, for me, I feel like that's the greatest gain. So take heart, my friend. You are covered by the best. I, I love to use that a lot. So any any time that feeling of of um, you know you don't have anyone hits you, just remind yourself you are covered by the best. And yes, you are. Amen. Amen. I like what you said. It's a very good place when to. It's a very good place to be at when you feel like there's no one else but God. Yes, that's very true. Sometimes, sometimes, when you feel like, sometimes we are, uh, we, what, what can I say? We, we, can I say downplay? We downplay the, ro the role of God, and you're like, if, if God is the only option, I want something better than that. But it's actually a very good realization to come to that. If you have God on your side, if you have, he's the option that is always there. And so it's it's very true, very true. It's a very good place to be at where God is 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 your go-to. Um, yeah, thank you very much. I hope you are very you are answered. Gift. Yes, and um, I wanted to share something with you guys. Um, it's from it's from Romans. If you guys can open with me, Romans twelve. Romans 12, 12. And so if you have just joined in, we have been talking about hope. There is hope through, um, through pain, through brokenness, through affliction, through anything. There is hope. Even through death, we have hope that we rise again. So we have been talking about hope today. And I just want to read for you, to you guys, this scripture, Romans 12, 12. It says... Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Just that. Um, Romans 12, 12. It says, be faithful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. And, and everything in this, in this small portion of, of scripture, um, Cynthia has been highlighting from the beginning. He, he, uh, Cynthia just said um, a moment ago that you don't have to, to go through pain to, to wait for hope. We already have hope, and so we have to be joyful in hope. We don't have to, to wait for, for the bad stuff. Eh? We already have hope. We have Jesus. He is a living hope, and so we need to be joyful in that. And then patient in affliction. Yeah. When, when when the affliction comes, be patient. Know that, again, Cynthia has mentioned, if you guys have been following, God has a plan and, and, and he, does not, uh, he, he does not have bad plans for us. Um, I'm trying to remember the, the, the Uganda word Cynthia used. Uh, I've forgotten. But 
whatever God has for you is well packaged. Whatever he has for you is well packaged. All you need to do is have the patience to wait on him. And then, again, like Cynthia mentioned, be faithful in prayer. Yes, so that is just a summary of, of what Cynthia has been sharing for the last one and a half hours. And so we are going to continue, but I, I, I want some... I want some someone someone here who had a question. I remember someone had one. Who was that? Please ask. Uh, Herod says, "All thanks for this session. Out of this session, I have learned the ultimate importance of Easter and how special it is to us. Thank you so much, Cynthia, and everyone. Okay." I hope Cynthia you have got that message. Um any anyone has a question? Someone had I see someone asking. Did they leave? Okay. Alright, if you guys don't have one, I am going to go. Okay, Bianfe has. What are some of the regrets when you look back in your old ways of living? Yes, any regrets? Oh yes, there are very, very many. Um, I didn't finish school, I could be so far now, maybe I could even be a lawyer or something. I hate school Because so. of rebellion, I didn't finish school. But I'm good, it's good, I'll go back. Uh, the second thing is uh I I did I did try to abort guys. This this is this is real. I, I don't like talking about it but yes, I'm I'm doing this for the glory of God, so maybe with someone out there is is, is caught up in a in a mix or something. But yes, I did abort when I was younger and it's it's been uh, it's been not 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 like you know, my kids are blocked so I'm finding it hard to actually really conceive. So those are some of the lessons I'm learning eh? mm. from being rebellious. Now, yes, I, I I'm finding it hard to to get pregnant, and also hmm, I don't have my degree, and you know, sometimes I feel I feel really really like like un unpurposeful eh? because of that. Again, because of my rebellion, mm. I had to leave question marks for my future, but God had planned it out for me. So yes, um, those two things. Regrets, yes, they're there, and many, eh? but those are the highlights, just, just so you know, yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, patience. So, like, mine is not necessarily a question, but it's like a contribution, because the when I was listening to your story, Cynthia, I really relate a lot with it, and I have been maybe not exactly like you but i also went through the whole rebellious phase and trust me it's it looks like you're enjoying life and at some point i thought i was but i i kind of woke up when i realized i was addicted to a lot of stuff you know i was addicted to drugs i had i had like a whole addiction to alcohol and it was just a lot and i was really 
being like I was in this big pit and I didn't know how to come out and I remember when I, I sat down that day I, I got in trouble with my dad and that was the day when I think that was my wake-up call where I was like okay this is enough like I was those kids who were just I don't know and I think my character even makes it worse because <laughs> I'm a very outgoing, you know, loud person and it was hard but I remember what really has helped me in these past I think two years to come back up is that I had to learn number one to be okay with being different and I keep on telling even the teenagers that I I serve in Morph Church at Osoto, I'm like you guys, what has helped the most is to be okay with being different to know my principles and be like you know what i don't do this i don't do this i don't do this and that is it no matter what you say no matter what you do no matter how convincing you are this is my principle and i'm going to live by it and it has been hard <clears throat> like to some extent because you know of course <laughs> like you know our age you're young you're in university and everyone is living that and sometimes you might feel a bit left out but i really ask god for the strength and the courage to stick to those principles and it gets easy. <clears throat> it gets easier as you go on so i'm i'm really caring like it's been, it has reminded me of a testimony that i also have you know where god took me from that place i was in a really dark place where I actually remember there's a time I, I, I slit my wrists and I was really bleeding like I had to be rushed to the hospital because I was in like some really bad depression. So I also encourage anybody out there who's feeling like who may be feeling like that or you have a sibling who is dealing with that just encourage them because it's not an easy place to be in but god has a way of knowing his people so yeah thank you so much for sharing thank you patience i'm very blessed very blessed thank you thank you patience for that thank you very much mm, yeah so um cynthia one last one last um topic of discussion um sometimes one one of the of the greatest um dangers that that young people face right now is identity identity people want to be others <laughs> people have have given up on themselves and they're getting other people's lives and fixing them in theirs something like that um so how how would you advise a young man or a young woman to deal with um identity cri or that are dealing with identity crisis or something like that what 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 would be your your say to such a person um hmm okay so identity crisis i i think i had identity issues pretty much until i was like 30. i did a i did a discipleship program on 360 i think three years ago that's when i feel like the bondage of identity issues was broken off me because in that classroom they they taught us that 
my identity comes from Jesus. That was a lesson of six months. But for me, it was both practical. I felt it. I walked it. I saw it evidently in people's lives because now you also get to do like, what what is it called? Hands-on discipleship, where you go visit like neighborhood women and stuff like that. So um, my eyes were open to so much in the world. When I sat in that class and I heard so many people's different stories, even mine inclusive, um, sometimes we beat ourselves too much and we're like, I am so different, but I am so this. But guess what? God has a way of bringing people in our lives to share their stories, to open up their hearts to us. Um, I used to to have identity issues until I, I actually had that, um, is it Oprah? I think Oprah or someone, Oprah doesn't know her, her parents, something like that. But um, those are all people that God brings in our lives. You might not meet them physically, but you will get to hear of them, you know. There's this guy that, that wasn't born with limbs and um, and arms. I'm forgetting his name. Um, so identity issues are there. You will feel broken. But at the end of the day, God is telling you, look at this person. They could make it. Who are you to give a reason, an excuse not to make it? Okay. So identity comes from not knowing who you are. But most importantly, when we get saved, I, I accept Jesus as my personal Lord. Personal Lord is, he is king over everything that concerns me. Yeah. The word Lord means Lord. Kings used to use it, but yes, we use it for Lord Jesus because he is our sole Lord. So yes, um, Jesus is our Lord, but yes, how do we relate with him do we feel like he's he's our new belonging or are we just like i am saved i know jesus and yet you still have that place of lacking of not knowing for me i relate to jesus as my boyfriend sometimes as my friend sometimes as my brother sometimes as my you know even when i'm i'm like walking maybe through like like going to buy something at night and stuff like you want someone to walk with you so no, how do you relate with Jesus? Even when you're going to do a bad thing, by the way, you can invite Jesus alone. Guess what? It doesn't hurt. He's going to still hold your hand. My point is, he is a friend, so um, holding on to him makes your identity much more clearer. It, it just gives you a sense of belonging, a sense of knowing it's okay. I don't have this. But I have a friend. I have a companion for life. He is working through me to be that person. He is working away. But also it comes back with the values that Jesus gives you. Contentment, peace, joy, love. Um, they will not all come in one package. But yes, what's your identity? Is it in, is it in your newfound life with Christ? Or are you still living in your past but you believe in Jesus? I don't know if that makes sense. So yes, identity is found in Jesus. If you accept Jesus, take him to be your identity. It's not easy, but um, transform your values and the way you see yourself through that angle. And it sort of helps make your picture better. With time, it gets clearer. It gets it gets it becomes a masterpiece, but um, start by allowing him to, to walk with you the journey. And 
call him your your friend because when when i say i am jesus owned even when i'm in i'm in a group of friends and they're doing really bad things i won't relate with them i won't when they're laughing about jesus or i won't relate with them it it feels bad it feels bad so yeah that's that's the way you you just make jesus your 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 identity make that your family and somehow if you're a part of a family you're going to have to to live like them okay. yes. all right thank you that is that is amazing um if if you have any issue with identities <laughs> it's actually very easy instead of of of, of um relieving someone like like jay-z's life since you love relieving, then copy the character of Jesus. If you're looking for characters to copy, copy the character of Jesus. Your identity is right there. So thank you very much, Cynthia, for that. Ah, uh, Biafé has a question. Biafé, please. Hey, he typed. So Biafé is like, um, what would you, what would you tell someone? Hmm? Okay. So Biafé says, what would you tell someone who is in their 20s? What, what you wish, wish someone would have told you, especially with the things you have got to experience? Yeah. Can I paraphrase it okay. in my own words? Okay. Thank you for the conversation. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, the, my, my question is, what would you... I mean, Cynthia, what what would you tell someone who is in her twenties, since you are a lady? Uh, maybe it would be something just on the ladies' side, on the girls' side. But I think men will also will also relate. So I mean, what would you tell someone who's in her twenties? I mean, maybe what you wish someone would have told you, especially with the things you have got to experience. With your own life, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that's clear, but that's the question. Thank you. Thank you, Biomfe. Um, I will. I will. I think for me, I will. I will share my three Fs, which have been like my strong foundation. I'm still growing into building them. I won't say they are. I think I broke this along the way because of. So I learned this when I was older, but I should share it so that. Maybe someone will do it when they're younger. Now, um, there are three things that stood out for me. It's faith, um, family, and friends. Okay. These are the things that make us in life. Um, faith, family, and friends. Now, faith is your home, right? Family is your couch, and then friends are the people you maybe travel along the, the life with. You could call it your car, yeah, your way of moving. So those three things for me, if you nurture your faith and you stand strong and firm in God, you are going to make your family proud because your family is your number one place to to enjoy life from, yeah? And then your friends are the people that are going to build you or break you, okay? So those three things if you keep them in check and you don't take them for granted you sh like growing up especially in your 20s 
you sort of um, annoy your family because you sort of feel like you don't need them um, because it's 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 that capia thing, get a capia pressure thing going on. You have a hostel now, you you know. So your your mother is telling you do this, do that. You're like ah, I'm an adult now. I don't even need to know those things. Me, I already know what I'm doing. My point is stay grounded, have your faith in check, um, make your family proud, and choose the right friends. Yes, above everything, guard your heart, guard your heart, guard your heart. Relationships, my God, relationships also. Hmm. Um, this thing of sex, sex before marriage. I don't know. I've heard you guys say you're going to bring in someone for for sex and dating and stuff. I feel like that is also one thing people need to guard themselves from, because now that is the number one cause of bitterness in our lives. Yeah, a girl is good. A girl is okay. She's from a good family. Watch, and then a guy breaks her heart and stuff, and she becomes a different, a whole totally different person, and she loses it. So yes, guard your heart. Um, guard your heart. The world is crazy, crazy enough. Yes, that's it from me all right thank you i hope the question has been answered well and i hope we have picked something stay the grounded answer, did i answer your question yes you did thank you oh, i appreciate awesome. okay. okay so in summary stay grounded in your faith and then keep in check with your family and have the right friends thank you very much for that okay so guys, it's been an amazing conversation with Cynthia. And unless you have a question, I am going to give room for one, if there is any. Okay. So yes. I um, think I have a question. Okay, okay. There is something that Cynthia said that are uh, making Jesus our friend. And she said that you could even invite Jesus when you're going to do something wrong. So I wanted to know how how that hold in how did that happen in her life? Like you're going to do something wrong and be like, Jesus be with me or <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, please, Cynthia, take that. Um, okay. For me, I, I'm not saying like, oh, Jesus, go with me as I'm going to do the wrong thing. But the point is, um, uh, he knows your struggles, right? For lack of a better word, for, for those of us who live under under beds, eh? and um, I'm talking real life, eh? mm. when you have a, when you have a pressing something, yeah, and um, like the addictions, the um, those those different things that people struggle with. Am I right? Mm. Yeah. If you start by saying, um, God, I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this. But I need your strength to let it go. Okay. Does that sound like a prayer, like you're taking Jesus alone? No. You're just asking him to give you the strength to definitely quit it. But you, you're showing it to him, right? Like you're making him aware of it. It's better than you not telling him at all. Okay. Because he is a friend to the broken. He is a friend to the to the prostitute. He is a friend to everyone, especially the sinners, right? So start by telling him your problem. Even if you tell him every day, I promise you, 
His blood is, is yes. His blood is strong enough to to hold you accountable. Even when you're doing that, mm-hmm. something will happen and you and and you will know he was there. You will know he was with you and somehow maybe you will have food poisoning or and you won't go back there. So it helps. It does help. Don't don't pray with him to go with you to help you do what you have to do, but help him to help you not do what you are going to do. I don't know if that makes sense. All right, thank you. It makes sense now. Okay. All right. Yes. Um. So I guess that's all for the questions. Are we all satisfied? Oh, okay. Let me. Even if you just want to say hi, <laughs> you can. <laughs> Okay, anyways, so guys, it's been amazing, and I'm just going to ask. Hi, <laughs> okay, hi, Harold. Um, so I'm going to ask um, you, Cynthia, to give us your last remarks. What would be your last remarks to this group of amazing people that, that have decided to join in today? Hey, I can't hear you. Wait, I was talking without without the audio on, but yes, yeah, sorry about that. I will go back all over again. So yes, I was saying I was um, having anxiety issues for this whole thing. I um, I love talking about God, but when it comes to starting to go public about who you are, it's it gives you a bit of grief. So I'm very blessed that I was here today to share with you what God has allowed me to share. But yes, my closing remarks are, um, um, we are not born with pain. We bring pain to us along the way. God has given us the grace from when we are born. Even if you're born lame and you're born without eyes, God is going to be your eyes. So there's no excuse for any of us to, to live life differently. Now, um, the story of the resurrection of Christ reminds me that no matter what has been broken, yeah, if Jesus could beat death and grave, there is nothing that he can't beat. Yeah. Um, for those of us still struggling, God is really good. He has not forgotten about us. If God has kept us with life, he's still going to sustain us. Um, so yes, let's be encouraged in the Lord, but also embrace the story of resurrection and remember that no matter how broken or bent we feel, God is still working in us. The goodness of his name and his glory. Amen. Yes. That's it from me. Thank you. Thank you guys. Much. I've been so blessed. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've been honored. It's been an honor having you here and learning from you and listening in. And I know these guys are grateful. Thank you very much. Um, I think we are we are good to go. Uh, let me let me just re- repeat what Bianca said. We we do these conversations every second and last Thursdays. Yes, and so our next session will be on the last Thursday of this month. So um, look out for that. We also have a WhatsApp group, and I know most of you here are are on it. But if you are not, Bianfe will share the, 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 the link and we will hook you up on there.
so guys thank you again thank you for honoring the invitation and being here i hope you have learned something i hope you are going away with something yes so thank you very much for showing up um thank you for 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 cheering up our, our guests today <laughs> yes um like she has said she she was um let me let me read let me read the last message she she sent me and get the word. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes, she said she was she was getting goosebumps being here. But yeah, you guys have been a great audience. Thank you very much. Um yeah, so that's the link. If you want to join uh the WhatsApp group, you can join in. And we will catch up from there. We are going to talk about what we have learned and the highlights and everything. So if you have learned anything, if you have a message of appreciation to our guest, just post it onto the group and we will make sure she gets the message. Otherwise, thank you very much for coming. And we are. it's been a blessing having you. Alright, so I'm going to ask um, Cynthia to pray for us as we close. Um, uh, just a prayer over us. Let's pray. Um, Heavenly Father, we honor you. We glorify your name, King of Kings. Thank you for you, Father, start stories in us that we, that we honor and are blessed to be a part of. Thank you for each and every one of us here, God. We pray that, um, everything that we've had today and everything that you've nudged in us god to to be for the better to live for you to to embrace who you are king of kings may you give us the strength and the courage and the wisdom above all the grace lord to walk in this world for you god and never against you we pray that um for the rest of the days of our lives god that you will shine shine in us lord for the glory of your mighty name king jesus in jesus name we pray amen amen thank you thank amen you very much amen yes um okay so let's continue the conversation in the group thank you um have a good night thank you guys thank you thank, thank you, you beautiful thank you bye Mr. Lord, I. Hi.